This edition of the Geeks at the Gates is brought to you by Destination Venus, the big little comic shop tucked away in Harrogate's Westminster Arcade. We stock all kinds of comics because we love all kinds of comics. Marvel Zombies, DC Divas, Image Imagineers, Small Press Stalwarts, Indie Individuals and all points in between. We love superheroes, but there's more to life than spandex and we do our best to have something for everybody. Whatever comics you want, we've either got them or we'll get them if they're out there to be got. Find us on the web, destinationvenus.co.uk. Find us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Destination Venus Comic or on Twitter at DV Comic Shop. Destination Venus. Love comics. Welcome to the Geeks at the Gates. We are finally back. We've actually managed to get four people in a room at the same time. <laughs> uh, and those four people are me, uh, Reggie Rigby, and uh, they are also Matt. Hello. Oh, right, not just four of you. <laughs> That's exactly We've cloned Reg. Oh, for God's sake, stop being so... four people in this room, aren't we? It was me? easier to clone okay. Reg than it was to get four we also... separate people in a room yeah, together. In addition to Matt, we have Miss Bloody Picky <laughs> over here. <laughs> Mrs. Thank you very much. Hello, Helen. Hello. And, of course, we are also joined by Hat. Hat. Hi. And we are here to talk about things we'll tell you about later. Because, actually, <laughs> actually, we're recording this after we've talked about everything. <laughs> and I'm going to seamlessly shoehorn this right into the beginning of the podcast. Which is why the next thing you're going to hear is the spoiler horn. Because there will be spoilers. So many spoilers. So, so many. Because we know, because we've said them all. There will be many. So, you've been warned. Here it comes. <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> for what I was using Facebook for, yeah. which is yeah. putting the pics of the week up. I, I stopped using Facebook and now it's... Well, you can link them. And I'm shared, yeah, and anything that goes on Instagram is shared to Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. So, so you've seen everything I put on Instagram because it was on Twitter. Yeah. Somehow I haven't seen that. I, mean, I have been living in a bubble of hot glue. I was going to say, you, yeah, you've, you've been high on glue fumes for the last week. week and, <laughs> yeah. Um, hot, hot glue. Star Trek. So yes, yeah. listeners, I, I'll take this opportunity to plug the fact that you can follow Destination Venus, the sponsor of this very fine podcast, on Facebook. <laughs> Where we're Destination Venus, uh, Twitter where we're at DV Comic Shop, it's and on future. Instagram where we're future. Destination underscore Venus. Um, well, I'll, I'm not searching for that. Obviously, I'm searching for the wrong thing. Which and Geeks, Geeks at the Gates is also on Facebook and Twitter, but I don't know what our Twitter <laughs> handle is. So I've never looked. I haven't looked at our Twitter page <laughs> since I set it up. So if you've been tweeting at us, we haven't seen you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus, man. you were doing so well. I've also got a personal Twitter account, uh, which is mm. at Reggie Rigby, uh, and I don't know my password, and I haven't checked that in about five years. You'll have been spammed out of existence. So yeah, that happened to my friend. Actually, I'm not going to lie; she can't get back into it. They won't tell her her password. She's like, "But this is my email address." I'm like, no. But how no. do we know it's you? <laughs> because it's me. Yeah, she's totally lost it. So, discovery. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just, you know, I, it's it's a funny thing for me because I'm I'm not what I would consider a Trekkie, um, mm -hmm. not really seen that much, and 
and yet there are some times that I get so over bloody excited about it. The first yeah. we watched First Contact, the movie. Yeah. Now that's the one where the guy they go back in time or something. It's the guy that yeah, the guy that discovered... creates warp drive. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that shot right at the very very end when the aliens come down and it opens and it's the freaking Vulcans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember just getting like, oh my god, it's the Vulcans! Like I was so excited. Yep. And there's been other times during it where I've just got... And, and for me, Discovery did, did that so many times. But then that final shot where it's just like... Even when it just came up as, all right, it's a bit scrambled. NCC. NCC what, oh, as, like, as soon as it was like, yeah, like yeah. one seven. Yeah. I was just like, oh, my God! And yeah. I, they're not going to go there. I was properly... I was screaming. They did. My, my wife's saying I was so for next to me, and she just looked at me like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. And I'm just screaming in the air, just yeah. like, it's going to be... And then when they said... Captain Pike. Ah, yeah. yeah. I think uh, uh, Sonequa Martin, Sonequa Martin Green. I think uh, doing that line must have been great. Captain, mm. it's the Enterprise. Oh, yeah. like, that must have been stunning. such a great line to. Yeah, I'll tell you what got me actually. And um, <laughs> I, I know they've, I know that they've yeah. been, they've been renewed for season two. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I wondered, I didn't know that when I was watching it, and I wondered if they weren't sure they were going to get season two, yeah. so they were tying it all up in a nice neat bow. Uh, but Burnham's speech. Actually, no, before yeah. that, before that, when Burnham confronts the Admiral mm -hmm. and she says, is there going to have to be another mutiny? Yeah. And everyone on the Enterprise stands up and says, oh, we, are, yeah, yeah. we are Starfleet. Yeah. And the Admiral has to back down. And then Burnham's speech. And the reason I loved them, because, my God, that could have been tacky. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but the reason I loved it, there's been a lot of comments from old school Trekkies. Mm -hmm. Trekkers. A lot of negative people comments. who like people who like Star Trek mm. about how you know Discovery's all right and it's a really good science fiction show, but it's not Trek because it doesn't have Trek's soul. It's all about war. It's not about exploration. And that semi mutiny at the end and Burnham's speech, it's like yeah, that's the beginning of Starfleet. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly. when exactly. that's when the choice is made that this is who we are yeah. and this is who we're going to be and we're not going to be about war. Mm -hmm. And I just thought that was. But that brilliant. sums up all fandom, doesn't it? It's people are too impatient these days. You can't you can't yeah. wait for it's, for stuff to play out. Mm -hmm. It's like episode one. Yeah. Instant gratification. What is it exactly it's, like the show I used to watch years ago? I don't yeah. like. I don't different. like it. So many people I know who aren't really hardcore Trek fans have gone in and watched Discovery and said fantastic. And every every time I've gone to watch an episode a few hours before, I look on like sort of various kind of fan websites, and everyone's going, "Here's what's wrong with this week's episode of Star Trek." Oh, and then I watch yeah. it, and I think, "Oh god!" And I'm like, "This is this is good. This is great." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Focus on the negative of anything. You're just going to see the negative. That's life in general. Yeah, yeah of course. Is this a, is this a spoiler zone? Are we allowed? We ruined the last shot already. It's too late. Yeah. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go, go back and retroactively put the spoiler hall in just before yes. we give away the end of the right. whole sort of series. I love it. Do you know what I love? The whole thing of, of Ash Tyler also being Vuk. 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 Kind of, Which we saw it. semi Yeah, we yeah. did. Yeah. 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 How smug are we? Yeah. So smug. So smug at that. And then you go, yeah, we saw that coming. And then the whole thing with Gabriel happens. You go, Shit, I did coming. not I see think, that coming. I think, I, Lisa, oh, well, really? Lisa, and I think I said it on the podcast, and if I did, I'm going to go back and get the clip and play it here. Yeah, look, I promise we had the conversation, but it appears that it didn't happen on mic. Sorry. If 
if I didn't, that was just an awkward silence. Um, <laughs> how, when did you get? I think I said. I think I said it because I, I remember my comment on Lorca when we talked about this last was that Lorca was a dick. Yes, he is a dick. And I'm pretty sure I said I thought he was probably from the Mirror Universe. And I said, I think, did I not say, does he, he needed a goatee? I feel like I remember yes. too. Yeah, didn't yeah. Have, I'm sure we had this conversation. A strokeable goatee. Yeah, and they, all, the so, yeah, they're, yeah. Not, they're all really buff and they have yeah. a goatee. On so, and, and so, I, I've got to be honest, I didn't really believe it when I, when I think I said uh, it. But I knew there was something wrong with him. I absolutely loved the fact they said he must have he's you know he's from my universe he must have loads of stuff yeah. like he must loads of stuff hidden away we can trade or whatever she said yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah, I just yeah. sat there going triple trade the triple yeah, yeah, yeah. take the triple get, get rid of the triple get the triple off the shit <laughs> my only thought was that uh, I thought Jason Isaac is quite a big name I thought. Mm. He won't want to stick around for season after season. And, of course, he's done a season. I'm sure he'll reappear in he'll re flashbacks. He'll reappear, well, because the original Gabriel is presumably somewhere. Our universe is yeah, prime true. Gabriel. True. Um, just, but, a, just as Michelle Yeoh set herself up so that she can come back and be a villain anytime yes. she likes yeah. it. But I thought, but I, sorry, I just thought that Jason Isaac, I thought, well, he's not going to stick around for, for more than just a season, which, you know, he kind of, he, so he's done his season's worth trick. Mm. But then, because they killed already killed off Michelle Yeoh's character i thought well they're, they're not going to kill off another captain are they in within one season that would feel a bit a bit too much but i just love the surprises mm. all of the for a show that people are being so negative about, mm. i was like i was like come on it, it's it's the mirror universe mm. it's when they come back they don't come back to the exact same moment they're so so time has passed the, you know humanity is nearly wiped out you're on the edge of your seat it's, so it's just probably my favorite point was when Tilly stepped up and became Killy. Character like the engineer I who I hated initially. Yes, hated and yeah, thought, get rid of this guy. And then yeah. by the end of it, you're like, brilliant. I have to say though, my favourite Tilly friends. moment came in this episode when she called Bernard on the car and went, I'm really high right now. <laughs> and I was just like, I love you more. I love you more than I ever have. Tilly. But more than when you were running and trying to be the best and more than you like I love that moment. It was Tilly beautiful. is the absolute yeah. best. I, I love adore her. Tilly. She's she's yeah. my favourite character by a long way. She's yeah. everything right with Star Trek. Yeah, definitely. She's got that, the... that that beautiful like Trek hope. Like she's yeah. in the Trek you know, like the the whole the Starfleet hope is Tilly yeah, in that whole yeah, series, yeah. isn't it? Like she doesn't want to be it's not Killing. naivety. Like she, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it is hope. It's, it's, it's that whole thing of it's belief of it could be good. Way. Find a, yeah, find a yeah, 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 yeah. When she yeah. Uh, when, uh, when she discovers that the version of her in the mirror universe is this badass, yeah, lethal captain, yeah. she's yeah. she's appalled. Yeah, and she she hates being her. She and hates she also hates the fact that she realizes that actually he didn't see the future. He saw that, and yeah. he thought yeah. that was her. And there's that horrible moment, and you just think, oh, Till. Yeah, right. I, I so wanted to be a captain one day. <laughs> where she Lover. she goes and sits with Tyler when everyone else when they now yes. know what he mm. is, and she just says, "Well, we are shaped by what surrounds us, and, and if we if we ignore him and leave him on his own, that's going to yeah. shape him." And, and so it was like that. She's just great. I like. I just want to be her friend. Sorry, I also like the um, the fact that there's a lot of the kind of the bridge crew who I thought initially were kind of secondary yeah. characters. They might get a line yeah, yeah. per episode. Yeah. All of a sudden, they seem to have been brought in yeah. Yeah. to the larger crew. So mm. it's not just like five or six main characters. There's all these interesting-looking characters. Yeah. And now they're not just interesting-looking. Yeah. They've got stuff to um, do. And yeah. 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 yeah, I hope we'll see more of them. Oh, yeah, we, yeah, so. we, said this, we said this last time we talked about Discovery, but finally, Star Trek aliens actually look alien. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they don't just look 
just have a bumpy forehead or, or, or pointy ears or a bumpy nose. Yeah. They actually look alien. I mean, Saru. Yeah. He's got hooves. I love that great shoes. Have you, have you seen the, the cantilever yes. shoes? What he oh, has to, they must, I, from a yoga teacher point of view, that is terrible for your posture. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> awful. If he was in those, he does suffer for his art. He does, he doesn't he? But he always has, yeah. yeah. I mean, look at everything. Sorry, very quickly, stuff. Shape of Water. Anyone, anyone I haven't seen it yet. Desperate to see it. Desperate to see it. Massive I can understand, you watch it and you'll think, I can understand why it's up for Oscars. It, of course. Did you see him when he got his golden globe and he was talking and the music came up? It's like, come on, guys, fuck's sake. Turn the music down. It's like, you know, give him a guy who doesn't chance. get the speed yeah, yeah. Does ever. Yeah. Oh, I'm That's kind of what I'm loving about, about Star Trek is it's he's actually getting to, to voice his acting. Yeah, because in so many things, it's never yeah. his voice. Yeah. He's he's the body of Abe Sapien. He's mm. not the voice yeah. of Abe Sapien. And it's just like he's finally getting to actually voice his character, play right. his yeah. character vocally as well as well as physically. Was, um, Steve was was playing because I, I, I had this whole thing of just like why do the Klingons look different? And he went back to an episode of oh god, this is going to get confusing. So Next Generation, uh -huh. yeah, and some of the characters from that, including Worf, mm -hmm. go back to one of the first episodes of Star Trek, yeah, where yes. there are Klingons that look human, yeah, yeah. and this and, is how they got away with the I whole know, thing with the Vulcan, and, Vulcan and it was thing. so clever, and, and it was just like, it, well, those Klingons, and he goes, oh, it, it's something we keep surprised, yeah, we, we, we don't talk about it in front of other uh, of other species, and yeah. it's like, oh, so is that why? Yeah. Because that was my thing. That was part of the fan theory. Fans, they, just like, oh yeah. they don't look like Klingons. And, Again, something, well. something else along those lines was right at the end of the, of the, of the season finale was uh, them, them saying, do you know what, Starfleet's going to try and look at a different bit of technology instead of using the spore drive. Yeah. Mm. Mm. They're going to go a different way. So, of course, all the fans were going, how come there isn't a spore drive in the original series? And it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. Because it nearly killed yeah. his pilots. It was an yeah. experimental technology yeah. and they, they're not going to use it because it's too risky. It's too dangerous. I, uh, I, it didn't bother me the fact that I didn't understand how the sport drive worked because it still was very cool. But I have no fucking idea. <laughs> well, it has no it has no basis in science, but then neither does the warp drive. So no, no, I, I, I like the effect. Like... I like the effect of the discovery when it, whenever it <laughs> <laughs> oh, the dish would spin around. That. And... That's great. Yeah, and I love that when it would appear, it would just like literally just kind of drop in. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I really did love like that juxtaposition at the end of that final shot, though, where you've got. Enterprise up down and then yeah. Discovery with the nacelles below. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, that line is beautiful. That's just poetry, visual poetry. I say beautiful. I'm not a Trekkie, but I know what nacelles are. Maybe I'm a Trekkie. <laughs> I think you're on your way. Well, no, I'm a... well, no, I'm a... <laughs> yeah, I think you might have been in denial. I'm definitely a geek because I understood that reference. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I understood that reference. Yeah, I just. Yeah. You used the phrase, I understood that reference. Oh, wow. Um, right, shall we play a game? Yes, please. Um, I'll take a I'll take a moment to stretch. But I know I know I've, I know I've explained it to you guys, um, so I know you know this. But I'll just take a second to explain it. You've done our homework. Basically, um, as a, as a former teacher, I can't resist occasionally giving people homework, and uh, <laughs> so that's what I did. Um, what we're doing, um, I just like to be clear: this is in no way related to a game they play on the incomparable network called the Draft, uh, which is based on something they do in American football. Where um, they pick a they pick a subject to draft, and they everybody goes goes around the table and they all pick the people they would like to or the or the spaceships or whatever they would like to draft into their team. Obviously, we have no tradition of that in this country, uh, and so this is in no way mimicking that format. <laughs> sure, um, not at all. What we're doing is we're 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 going back to something that everyone who's British will remember from the playground. It's called picking sides, <laughs> uh, and what we're going to do is we're going to imagine that all the spaceships in science fiction ever. 
are lined up against the gym wall. <laughs> and we are the team captains, and we're going to pick one, one at a time. We're going to explain why we want it. Uh, and I'm afraid if somebody picks one, somebody that's on your list, you can't have them. You've already got um, one person on your list. And oh yeah, <laughs> whoops! <laughs> no, no, that's, um, that's, that's an unrelated. Note. Are you cribbing already? Have <laughs> something? My notes. No, something I... I have done to make it fair. <laughs> um, I put all our names into random.org. Oh, exciting! And generated a random, uh, a random um, four of order. <laughs> Can you just put yes. names in a hat? <laughs> well, then, um, I then I wouldn't have got to use cool technology. Let's not put names in me. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Sometimes when your name is such, it happens. just pluck a name out. There we go. Um, How insensitive! Are you? <laughs> so, Sorry. so we're actually going Matt, Helen, Pat, me. I get, to, I get to go last. I didn't cheat, which is why I'm at the bottom. <laughs> Bloody hell! So I think we'll we'll. I don't know how we're doing for time. It's only, it's only ten past eight. So I think we'll go for. I'm, I'm sure most of us have got more than five on our actual list. Do you want us to do one at a time? We'll go, yeah, yeah, we're going to do one at a time. Okay. So you pick one, then Helen picks one, then Hat picks one, then I pick one, and then okay. we go back to you. Okay. Yeah, like we would do if we're picking sides at school. Okay. So where are we starting? Well, I just assumed that everybody would go for all of the obvious ones. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I thought by the time it comes around to me. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to have that or that. And then you that. discovered you, you were going first. Do you, do you not feel like all of us would assume that everyone picked yeah, the obvious Of course, one? of course, yeah. Well, well the other, really obscure one. The yeah. other thing was, I, I, I started out and I was like picking stuff and I was like, and oh, it's not a spaceship because the criteria was yeah. it has to be yeah. space worthy. And I was like, you can't have this, you can't have that. And, and actually, when you narrow it down in terms of kind of top 10, top 25 spaceships, I mean, in terms of like what's, what's a great, what's a classic <clears> ship, and actually, we should say for the benefit of listeners, um, our criteria for determining what's a spaceship is it has to be able to go into space. <laughs> we figured the clue there was in the name. <laughs> but also, space stations don't count. So you couldn't have the International Space Station, for instance, because that is not capable of going from planet to planet. It just sits in orbit. Likewise, you couldn't have Babylon 5. Um, you could, if any, I don't know if anyone's picked all it. All of Hat's list gone. It's gone. I just picked um, it. I got it completely wrong. <laughs> you could, uh, I don't know if, any, if anybody's picked it, you could have the Death Star, because the Death Star... Well, it can well you could certainly have the first Death Star. I'm not sure about the second Death Star, because yeah. you never saw that move. It was fully yeah. operational. Yeah. Though, because wasn't if it? we're picking ships to be on our team so we can destroy everything, then you'd go for the Death Star. <laughs> it's full of bad guys. Yeah, that's a reason to not pick it yeah. for me. It's called the Death Star. So anyway, having... So, so. Are we the buddy? Okay, sure. <laughs> well, I'm going to go for the obvious first of all because I get to go first. It's got to be the Millennium Falcon. Hey. Yeah, it was on my list. I'm really sorry not if it's on, on anyone else's Not on my list because it was too obvious. That's good. That's good. It was um, on mine. I assume somebody else would pick it, so I actually put it at number four. <laughs> my note, my note simply says the Millennium Falcon because it's the fucking Falcon. <laughs> because it's the Millennium Falcon. I mean, it's not only the greatest ship in in the whole Star Wars saga. It's it's kind of the greatest space fancy spaceship ever. It just is. You know, people say, yeah, Luke said, what a piece of junk. And it is, and that's why it's great. Mm. It's apparently it's it's older than than we think. This is an interview I was reading recently with um, uh, the guys who've written Solo. They're saying even even at the time of Solo, it's already decades old. It's had many owners. It's been modified. We've seen in the footage from Solo that it looks it, a bit different. It looks brand new. It's white and blue. It, it it doesn't have the gap in the mandibles at the front. There's a reason for that. That's filled in. So I like the fact that whoever gets it tinkers with it and does something different. And by the time that the original Star Wars trilogy comes <clears> around, <throat> Han and Chewie have kind of let it slide a bit and it's it's a bit crap. But <laughs> anyone who's ever owned a car 
or anything mechanical. Yep. That's the feeling straight away when you see the Millennium Falcon. Doesn't matter how old you are, you kind of you get it. It is a hunk of junk, but that's what's so great about well, it. But also the thing about the Falcon is that you know the hyperdrive, notwithstanding, it isn't a hunk of junk. I mean, it looks like one, no. but it's, no, it's one fan, of the most. It's, it's one of the, the most capable hunk of junk. It's one of the most capable ships in the system. Yeah. It fights off squadrons of TIE fighters. Yeah. Okay, they were told to let it go, but nevertheless. It flies through asteroid fields, uh, and we all know that the odds of... It gets swallowed. Uh, yeah, we all know the odds of successfully navigating an asteroid field. Sir, the possibility of successfully navigating an asteroid field is approximately 3,720 to 1! It looks like a hunk of junk, but it's deceptive. Okay. It, you know, Have you seen the um, the side-by-side comparisons of the interior of yes. from Solar? Yeah. And it's basically, the interiors in Solo are exactly the same as they are, but they're clean. Yeah. <laughs> so everything's white. Um, yeah. as, and it's like, yeah, Han and Chewie don't do dusting, clearly. <laughs> but actually, again, you don't. And I, I was, you were saying, you know, anyone who's ever owned a car, every car I've ever had, for like the first six months to a year that I've owned it, pristine, vacuumed every mm-hmm. week, washed every week, mm. checked the tyre pressures every week. By the time I've had it a couple of years, mm. scratches down the side, mm. you know, chips under the seats, you know, yeah. and yeah, like the kitchen's fallen off of mine. So yeah, I hear that. I love it. Three years. I love that your car's which, kitchen. Which is <laughs> why the kitchen. I drove a camper van. Right, that makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. Which is, I personally feel the road equivalent of the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to argue with you. Mine, it especially. Like a Ford Focus I've seen like it on the outside. I've seen your camper van, yeah. <laughs> but, like, but unlike a lot of what, what I'd sort of consider classic sci-fi spaceships, the Falcon is a character yeah. unto itself. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's especially true when I remember watching uh, at the end of Return of the Jedi when they're flying out of the, they're trying to get out of the Death Star and they clip and they take the radar dish off and you're like, and you win, yeah. which is... Silly, because it's a it's a mechanic, it's a piece of yeah, but you do metal, but you're like, oh no, the yeah. Falcon, my, my and it's even is... worse now because you know they're going to replace it with that horrible square thing. Yeah, but again, it gets modified it all the time. Mm. It gets you know, yeah, new bits added to it and bits <laughs> come off and that triggers broom from. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the same broom he's always had, but he's replaced the, the brushes and the handle. That's yeah. it. That's it. It's the same broom. So yeah, the, the fa- ship of Theseus. <clears throat> the Falcon goes <laughs> in Johnson. straight at number one with a bullet. I mean, it, it's the greatest. Sci-fi fantasy ship. It's also yeah. flown, I think, by Harrison Ford. So, <sighs> yeah, yeah. And it and it, echo, it echoes Harrison Ford's character, and it echoes Harrison Ford. In what way? Because he's a bit clunky. <laughs> and he's, How dare you? He's been put. He's he's been put back together. A he number does of have a wonky old face. Accidents and you yeah, know he's quite good at crushing things as well. Exactly, and he's worn. He's a bit worn down, and he's yeah, a bit, yeah. you know, a bit rough around the edges. Yeah, so yeah. it kind of it's him and the ship. Together are uh, like a unit. Yeah. Like a, oh, well, plus Chewie, obviously. They're, they're like a combined, a combined unit. Well, I saw. I mean, the the, the the line from from the Force Awakens that that in the trailer made everybody gasp was when you see Han and Chewie come round the corner and he says, Chewie, we're home. Yeah. And everyone's yeah. Oh. yeah. Um, yeah. I, <clears throat> I didn't have that moment so- with Luke. In the Last Jedi, going into the cockpit, I was just like, yeah. But with Han in the yeah. Force Awakens, it was a proper. That was a, that was a proper. There was a moment, you when know, when they picked up it in the in the Force Awakens, when when Ray first gets in it, it's just like, oh, yeah, and he just yeah. I think it was the Avengers we saw. No, maybe not. That was on. But we went to the cinema and the trailer for Star Wars came on episode seven, and that bit happened. And it was like the first time a trailer even showed. It's like Chewie, we're home, and dead silence. This girl, a couple of rows behind us, just went, 
what the hell is this? Oh. And it was just like, you're in a room of nerds. Fucking <laughs> 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 careful what you say. I don't think you belong here. It's like, but the thing is, even if you've not seen Star Wars, you know what this that is. That was definitely somebody's girlfriend. Yes. Oh, yes. dear. And she was clearly there under sufferance. girlfriend probably I, I imagine argue. by now, yeah. yeah. Oh, dear. Because uh, another great moment with, with the Falcon, Empire Strikes Back. Han and Chewie spend the first part of the movie trying to get the damn thing working. Yeah. And then Vader and the, and the snowtroopers are coming in. And it's like, you, you know, get the hell out of there. And they run in. The, the snowtroopers set up this big gun. Han just casually presses a button behind him. A gun drops down underneath the Falcon. Yeah. yeah. Blast them, and then he's like, you know, punch it, punch it, punch it, and it takes off, and you're like, yes, yeah, that's the Falcon. It's, yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm astonished that there's anybody in the room who doesn't have it on their list. Actually, it's on mine. I'm glad I got to. It's at the very, very end. I didn't put it. I didn't put it number one because I assumed everybody else would have it. Yeah, this is it. I didn't put it on my list at all because I, I went down that whole. um, Yeah, that's pick on on the draw. Yeah, lack of random.org. Yeah. Okay. okay, so first pick is gone. The Millennium Falcon is no longer on the table. It's no longer standing against the gym wall. Um, it's now standing awkwardly next to Matt uh, <laughs> and trying not to make eye contact with his mate. Uh, so, Helen. Well, uh, again, I didn't think I'd go first, so I kind of went for the obscure ones. Well, I didn't, but I am. Early on. I feel like I feel like I have to go with Serenity because I know it's on everyone's list. Yeah. Not Sorry. on my list. Not on, my not list. on your list. And when it was yours. it was at the end it was like number eight on my list, but since I get the chance to do it. I love the way you've actually put Firefly class transport of Serenity. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I very nearly put the serial number down. In case there's any confusion. And it's it's it, I mean, Joss Whedon said that he thought of Firefly while thinking of the Millennium Falcon, which is, you know, yeah. as he said, you know, as, as I always am, thinking of the Millennium Falcon. And there are so many similarities with the fact that it is a bit of a hunk of junk. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it can move and it's got what well, an awesome mechanic, which it, helps. It does its job, it does help. It's a it truck. Does its yeah. job. But it's, it yeah. is, again, it's, it's a, a character and it's, you know, a little bit like... She is a character, yeah. A little bit like when Kaylee, after she's been shot... In um, in Serenity, isn't in it? Serenity, yeah. and they pull off the crazy Ivan and everything. And at the end, she's just like, you know, there's my girl. That's my girl. That's my good girl. And bits like that. And that was and the moment I fell in love with Kaylee. Yeah. And for me, the it's bit the bit out of gas <laughs> is probably my favourite episode. That's the one where the whole ship breaks down. Yeah. And they, they all have to evacuate. Mal stays. And the very final shot of that episode, where the man is trying, it goes, you know, before he bought Serenity. And the man is trying to sell him all these ships and he's looking at them and they're all yeah. just, they're very big and everything. <laughs> but Mal's face when he looks at Serenity is yeah. just love. Yeah. And it's such a beautiful moment. And he, oh, I absolutely adore that. So, and yeah, so it is, it's not just a ship, it's his home, it's a character, it's, you know. But there are so and, many. And the whole final line, sorry, the whole final line is Serenity. You know, that if you take a boat up in the air that you don't love, she'll, you know, she'll chuck yeah. you out and she'll... Yeah. You know, love keeps her in the air when she ought to fall down. Um, yeah. And yes, and so very much, you know, the, there's there's Serenity, there's um, the Man in Falcon, the Wasp, who's heard of that? Um, and I, I love how the characters... Similarly, it's not a spaceship, but for anyone that's ever watched Supernatural, um, oh, the Impala, the car, of, and I know nothing about cars, but I know everything about that 1967 <laughs> Chevy Impala. That's a character as well. It's called Baby, and there's and, and she is, she's... She's a character within her own right, and and, then, and, and again, you feel when she gets smashed up. Oh yeah. God! Oh, oh. oh, don't do that. 
So, so yeah, I'm, I'm going with Swansea. No, I, I, I approve completely. Yeah. I mean, I had in my notes um, Firefly class transport, Serenity. Yeah. Uh, because more than any other ship in fiction, it's a home. Yeah. It's she's not just a yeah. she's yeah. not just a place yeah. you can live. She's an actual home. Yeah. The kitchen. Um, I like the flowers on the wall. It's got a kitchen. real kitchen. They have sit down meals. Yeah. We see them sitting around the table. Yeah. The crew's family, and more so even than the Falcon, actually. Yeah. You know, you, you see that you never see the sleeping quarters or the mm -hmm. or the or the eating or the quarters. You see all of that on the yeah. Serenity. Yeah. Uh, Mal's got a really really cute sort of fold out urinal. Yeah, um, that's really cute. <laughs> <I'd>... <laughs> yeah. I... So yeah, so yeah, she, she, yeah. She, it's it's wonderful. Uh, I I I adore, absolutely adore. There's there's two other Serenity. things I mentioned. One is the barn swallow that they do, the fact yeah. that they can move. That's a, but the crazy Ivan. That yeah. every time I watch it, no matter how many times, it's wash when he just goes. There's something you can't do. Yes. Just turns around and crazy Ivan. It's just like that's brilliant. That yeah. makes me really happy. That turns me on a bit. And that's really good. <laughs> so I I am actually wash. I am a big fan of wash. <laughs> but because. There are so many brilliant one-liners. I mean, you, you said the, the in out of gas when uh, you know you see Mal at the end looking yeah. at uh, <laughs> and just utter love on his yeah. face. Nathan Fillion is a really good actor. Oh, um, because he was looking at the green <laughs> blank screen. Yeah, yeah, that's really true. <laughs> like when in that flashback earlier in that episode where we see him take Zoe on board for the first time. <laughs> And he's like, shit like this, be with you for the rest of your life. Because it's a death trap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, love I love that so much. <laughs> <laughs> As, and, but, any, but everything. On purpose. On purpose. <laughs> but everything that people say about Serenity, every negative thing that people say about Serenity, you could equally say about the Falcon. Yeah. You can say yeah, about anything. Yeah, yeah. You, said you can find negative about anything. It's just, that, for it. it's just that Joss Whedon's really better at writing one-liners than George Lucas. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but no, it's 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 yeah. As you say, it's a home, and yeah, things like things like Kaylee, yeah, the the flowers that Kaylee has clearly done on the yeah. wall in the kitchen, the, the stenciling, and, and the little sign room. on Kaylee's room. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. All the fact that all the rooms are all their own as well. Yeah. Like you can see, they live there. Yeah, James like... James' room just has gun racks. Right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it's it, they they their own personality is there, rather mind. than it being like homogenized and everything's yeah. the same. Yeah. And it's and Inara's Inara's yeah, shuffle yeah. is is. So yeah. beautifully decked. Smells weird. <laughs> yeah, that's incense. Look <laughs> <laughs> at the drapery. Yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I also have to mention it as well because I I broke my golden tattoo rule of no Chinese symbols, and I have I have a concept sketch of Anara, and also the Chinese symbol for Serenity on my arm, so it gets a special mention. But I always vowed never Chinese symbols tattoos. That's, that's the one Chinese. That's the one Chinese pictogram that I actually can read. Oh, good. I know, I know, I know what's I know what says serenity. It does say serenity. It doesn't say. Oh, and I also, I also know. <laughs> Can yeah. I mention just one last little thing? Please about serenity. Oh, look, I'd be happy to do a whole bloody podcast on serenity. So, in I fact, we have. I love it when serenity comes into land and his little feet come out. <laughs> <laughs> She's got such little feet, and they come out on this land. Very dainty. Oh, no. <laughs> and that's that's all I got to say. No, I'm. I'm Good with that. Yeah. Good with that. Sorry, I've taken mm. one of the obvious ones. Yeah, I love her more than you. <laughs> no, you know. <laughs> um, Random.org. <laughs> yeah, thank Random.org. Random.org. Thank you very much. Um, so, Pat, you're number one. I am. Suck it to us, Pat. I just double check it. <laughs> yeah, it's the one that's on my shirt. So, it's the, uh, yeah, 
because I'm cool. And I was like, I hope no one else picks this because I'm wearing it. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is the uh, Normandy SR2 specifically from the absolute beautiful and brilliant franchise that is Mass Effect. And it is possibly the greatest video game of all time, uh, in my opinion. But there you go. Interesting. I just need to like, put my phone over my other picks because I have really big writing. Um, <laughs> You're cheating. Oh, <laughs> steal Isn't from me. The one where you can build your own characters, can't you? You can build it. It's Bioware. It's Bioware, so yes. Because yes. Bioware, you can design your character and you know, it, it takes so long. Yeah, like spend an hour making <laughs> your perfect character yeah. and then they move and you're like, oh, whoops. <laughs> Wasted my time there. <laughs> so basically, um, <laughs> the Normandy SR2, the way you travel in Mass Effect is kind of cool because you have these things called mass relays and they allow you to travel much, much further than like a, an FTL drive does. It has an FTL drive, I believe. But it also... Um, um, you can travel like across entire solar systems with these like cool mass jumps. Yeah. It's a very yeah. cool looking ship. For the benefit of the listeners, I've just pulled it up on on oh, Google. Nice. Which, yeah. if you don't know what it looks like, unless you're driving or walking or running while listening to the podcast, you could do that too. Don't yeah, look it, at it while you're driving. How big is it? It's big. Uh, it's too big. It looks like an X-wing in that picture. Yeah, no, it's massive. It's like an enormous starship. It's huge. Um, and the, the most exciting things to me, my first thing on my list is it has a fish tank. In the captain's quarters, because uh, you play <laughs> Commander Shepard, mostly. Uh, yeah, you do. In the first three Mass Effects, um, you play Commander Shepard. And then uh, in the new one, you don't. And we're not going to talk about it right now, because it's very distressing. Um, <laughs> okay. So, uh, basically, in the first, you have a fish tank. And you can buy fish on the, on the, uh, the Citadel, which is not a spaceship. Therefore, couldn't go on my list, because it is a space station. On the Citadel, you can buy fish for your fish tank. And if you don't feed your fish... They die. Oh no! So you can get your. You can, Is that like a whole game in? <laughs> yeah. You just don't. You have to feed your fish when you go on missions. If you don't feed your fish before you go on a mission, your fish will die. You can get your assistant to feed your fish. You can get Kelly Chambers to feed your fish, and you really should. Um, because otherwise they die. And then what happens is, if, I, I'm kind of, uh, spoiler, if Kelly dies, then the and she's feeding your fish, you need to remember to feed your fish, or your fish die. <laughs> it's very traumatic, fish death. Aren't you supposed to be off sort of saving the universe? Yeah, which and... is, well, yeah, you are. So, basically, yeah, it has a fish tank. It has, um... My fish would so die. My fish died. Uh, yeah, my fish died the on one of my playthroughs, and then the other one I got Kelly to feed them, and then she died, and then my fish died. You were the worst. Yeah, my <laughs> fish was so bad. Worst. So, so bad. In the new one, um, in um, Mass Effect Andromeda, uh, you can have a space hamster. It does not die, no matter what you do. Yay, space hamster. Is space hamster different to a hamster? <laughs> It's hamster in space. <laughs> I don't even literally. Anyway, so the SR2 like an alien hamster. Yeah. So basically, the in 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 Mass Effect, um, AI is bad. AI are the worst. AI are trying to destroy the entire universe, and you don't want AI anywhere near you. And the Normandy has an AI computer running it called Edie, and Edie's very cool. Edie's like the AI that runs it. She's brilliant. Um, and helps get out of lots of scrapes and then she gets a body and it's ridiculous and she's still running the ship but she's also available to go on missions with you and shoot shit which okay. is very very cool is she um, like Janet off the good place yes she's weirdly <laughs> yes she's more like bad Janet she's, no she's more like normal Janet she's kind of weird and a little bit crappy in social situations yeah she's great and it's, she's shiny and silver and has a weird bob um, <laughs> like made of metal a bit like Cortana but not quite but yeah and so, um, yeah it's very cool is she good though she's she is good yeah 
yeah. good AI. So the whole thing with the Normandy is, is like, now, yeah, no, yeah, she is good. She's always good. And it's one of those things where like you're not, you find out midway through a mission that actually the ship is being run by an AI, and you, mm-hmm. and it's this horrifying moment because the SR two is in Mass Effect two. Because the SR1 is in Mass Effect 1, and it's not as good. So I had to pick the SR2, to okay. be honest. Um, fish. It, well, yeah. And the other, space hamster. The <laughs> other cool thing you can do is you can also buy model spaceships in Mass Effect, and you can put them on your model spaceship shelves in your captain's oh, this quarters. This is why, when I play games, I get so goddamn addicted. <laughs> right. I can't finish this game until I've collected all, all the spaceships. All the spaceships. 100%, yeah. Fish, spaceships. It's great. Space so that's hamsters. very, very cool. And space it does, monkey. yeah. See, I can't bother to collect things like that in real life. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's it's great. Why, it's really good. That's why Assassin's Creed 2 took me forever, because oh, I had to get all the weapons, I had yeah. to get all the uh, uniforms, all the artwork, all the feathers. And it was like, where's my life gone? Oh, here it is. Yeah. Here it is. It's Ed's here. Yeah, yeah, totally. I'm like that with Bioware. I'm terrible with that. Um, Bioware games are very like that. And I find myself sucked into all of that. But yeah, the other cool thing about it is you can mine planets in the solar system. So like you can fly to a planet and like if there's like nothing on it, no mission on it, you can mine the planet and get stuff and upgrade your armaments and upgrade your fuel system and upgrade. You can get stealth running. So you have got stealth, which is very cool. It just, I, I just love it a lot. But yeah, it's, yeah. Archibald. Body with thrusters to the sides because I didn't have a picture, but you've provided yeah. one, so that's fabulous. So yeah, it's it's, it's great. A, it's a good I do love ship. it. I like the full screen. And I have many fun hours aboard it. <clears throat> yeah, many hundreds of hours <laughs> in Mass Effect two and three on it. Yeah, so it's very very cool. So I'm a big fan. I don't think that was on anyone else's list. Was no, no, it? I don't think it was. Weeks I'm not a gamer, so I no, I'm, I knew it wouldn't be on your list. I have not. Across this it's okay, Rich. We still like you. <laughs> Cannot recommend Mass Effect enough. Yeah. Great. Ever. So good. So okay. Well, as we all know, my number, my number one's gone. <laughs> I'm surprised number that would be gone. your number one, actually. Are you really? Was Serenity yes. your number one? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. That's all right. Well, it was yours too. Uh, am, am I in, invited to your new cinema shop? Always. <laughs> 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 okay. That's all right. Um... <laughs> But come on, your number two has got to be... Yeah, my number two is the TARDIS. Yes. It's, it's, uh, on, it's on, that's on my list. Which I've actually Not said... anymore. Which I've actually no. said, in my note, I could park it neatly in the corner of Serenity's cargo bay and then pop off anywhere in time and space. It also expands the cargo bay to an infinite, infinite size, which would be very handy when smuggling. Um, <laughs> I like this, that's cool. I bet um, there's some fan fiction being written about this crossover. And also, and also, we <laughs> would <laughs> never, ever <laughs> miss a deadline. <laughs> which would make Badger happy. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Do you, have you just related to Serenity in every single one all the way down? Please tell Not me. quite. Okay. Oh, I like this idea, actually. Um, Crossing a move. Yeah. It's, well, it's funny you should say that. You're going to look at my target There's a great now. photograph of Matt Smith and Nathan Fillion together. Yes, there is. And... Is that like the first almost, time, almost nose to nose? Yeah, yeah. And the first time I saw that picture, they were at, there actually was a Doctor Who Star Trek comic mm. uh, with the Borg and the Cybermen. Oh, cool. Yeah. I remember emailing the guy that wrote that at the time and saying, with with a copy of that picture, when are you done with Star Trek? <laughs> <laughs> we want this one now, please. Um, but no, because the TARDIS, the TARDIS, first of all, the TARDIS is unlike any other spaceship, even now. Yeah, um, it's bigger on the inside than it is on the outside, um, as everybody who ever walks into it says, even Peter Capaldi <laughs> managed to engineer his doctor saying that. It can go literally anywhere literally any when and it's it can be whatever you want it to be it's the ultimate plot device you can do anything with the TARDIS but you can also make the TARDIS break uh, and occasionally on at least three occasions I can think of in Doctor Who continuity it's just soldered off on its own and left the Doctor <laughs> stranded 
Um, it, it, it kind of suggests that it's a it's sensitive alive. Oh, she's actually, oh, she is alive. She's yeah. alive. She is. And, and she, they grow, aren't they? I think so I've written it. And the she fact w- that she becomes Saran Jones is the re- one yeah. of the reasons that it's on my list. Who's <laughs> who, sorry? Saran Jones. Idris. Idris. The Doctor's Wife. Oh, is the oh I don't know about this. Have you not seen the Neil Gaiman episode, The Doctor's Wife? Which one? Neil, is an episode by Neil Gaiman. Yeah. Called the Doctor. Oh, when when she becomes human. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I remember Cause that. That's because that's one of my favourite Amy Pond quotes. When the Doctor. Did you? When she says, "Who's, who's this? Oh, this, this is the Tardis. The Tardis is a woman." Did you wish really hard? Did you wish really hard? <laughs> <laughs> that was the best line. Oh. Um, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I and, and the Tardis. Yeah, everyone thinks the Doctor stole the Tardis, but no, the Tardis stole the Doctor. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the TARDIS picked the, the Time Lord that she knew would take her places yeah, yeah. and go to places. You that, so. And so I can't. Do you, did you know, like, this is one of my favourite copyright facts, did you know that the BBC owned the copyright for the London police box? Really? The Metropolitan Police cannot build another police box. <laughs> was that always, with, the, was that without, always the case? Without permission from the BBC. That's and it's something incredible. to do with something that happened with Doctor Who. Oh. Because it clearly wasn't always the case, because the, okay. the police box predates Doctor Who. Isn't that one of those things where, where <clears throat> now it, it, in, it's perceived as being... Yeah, it's... If you see a police box... product. If you see a police yeah. box, you, think TARDIS. you now see yeah. TARDIS. Yeah, exactly. So, so the Metropolitan Police couldn't put the, the, a Metropolitan Police police box yeah, yeah. on a pencil case. Yeah. Because yeah. people would see TARDIS. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's just brilliant. I think it's great. That's so iconic. And Doctor Who is one of the top three sci-fi franchises ever um can't quite put it to normal um it's clearly Babylon 5 it's uh it babs but it's <laughs> Doctor Who Doctor Who's a show about change yep and in that show over 54 years the one thing that's remained constant is the exterior of the time mm-hmm. well it's just, well it changes a little bit because yeah. the chameleon yeah, circuit's broken nice. and so of it course. shivers of but, course of course but it's basically the same yeah I mean the interior changes a lot so when when you originally sent uh, the message to me about this, you said that if you if, if for example you Uh-oh. had this version, then uh, somebody said this version, you could say another version. <laughs> yeah. I've got two separate versions hey. of the interior of the down TARDIS so that You've I can cover Trump's this. Reg. Okay, which which which, which, which are your interiors? I've got Pondera TARDIS. Yeah. Because it's beautiful steampunk weirdness with the big glass thing that goes up and down. I loved it. And the fact that used to, uh, Matt Smith used to hang in a harness underneath it fiddling. Yeah. It's just delightful and beautiful and like a little old man tinkering. And without, I think a lot of the what TARDIS was done was just so beautiful for the character and it worked. The TARDIS and him worked so the well The TARDIS together. was very much Matt Smith's shed. Wasn't it was, it? Yeah. yeah, it was gorgeous. And I loved that. And the fact that it had a swimming pool and bunk beds. The bunk beds episode where they talk about bunk beds mm. just cracked me. Didn't the they have yeah. to jettison the swimming pool at one point? The swimming pool so just falls yeah. out all the damn time. <laughs> Open yeah. all the doors to the swimming pool. There's all those beautiful moments with the swimming pool and River Song and everything. And then my other one is early Clara Tardis. Journey to the centre of the TARDIS, TARDIS. Mm. So you've got that room with the eggs in it, the circuits. Yeah. That it's the design of that yeah. is just the most beautiful thing like I've ever seen. You don't get that in any other spaceship ever. When have you ever seen a circuit that looks like an egg anywhere? And was ever, it, ever. Sorry, was it the Matt Smith season when one of the characters, it might, it might be River Song, I can't remember who, said that the, the reason why the TARDIS console is shaped the way it is is because it's supposed to be flown by, flown by eight people. Flown by eight, eight people. people. It's, not, it's not Matt Smith. That's at the end of David Tennant and it's ah. when um, Donna and the Doctor yes. Donna occurs because they finally have yeah. eight people right, to do it. Because they tow the Earth back. <laughs> I'm shocked. So for a show from around the decades, they're kind of adding to and it's, the... Yeah. It's Tennant yeah, yeah, yeah. and second Tennant yeah. and Ro- Rose and Captain Jack 
Donna and, and the Donna. Doctor. Yeah. So what happens when there's eight of them that doesn't happen? They can they fly, fly it properly. properly. Oh, right. That's <laughs> why he's crap at it. That's why it never goes. That's right. why it makes that yeah. noise. It's because <laughs> the brakes are on. Yeah. <laughs> it makes the noise it makes because he always leaves the handbrake on. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the song telling you. Beautiful. And I yeah. love that you can do that with the TARDIS. Uh, yeah. Like the Falcon, like Serenity, the TARDIS is a character. Exactly. Yeah. And occasionally even has speaking a speaking part. Yeah. It's what, 54 years? Uh, well, 63. 63 years. November 63. So, oh, uh, sorry. So, so I, I'm not doing the maths now. And it doesn't need to change. I did say it's about 54 years. In all those years? Yeah. Has there ever been, or will there ever be, aboard the TARDIS, a space hamster? <laughs> because that's a bit of a clincher <laughs> or a fish tank that's, that's a, even on any of the ships like, that's a very good point I am not I am not aware of livestock oh. on board the TARDIS uh, they do as we have previously mentioned have a swimming pool they have a library the library again to, I, yeah. I was writing this and I went I'm going to watch Journey to the Centre of the TARDIS right now <laughs> and I watched it and I remembered I saw the library and it's beautiful and where the, the outside inside where they go onto that cliff face and then mm. they walk yeah. and you just sit there going this is is ridiculous and beautiful and all inside a spaceship yeah. and yeah the TARDIS is perfect yeah it is unique yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I knew it was going to be your choice I have I, 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 knew... I have provisional yeah. approval to build a TARDIS in the new shop <gasps> oh, yes. swimming pool it's not going to be it's not going to be ready in time for the move <laughs> but I I have to have it once it's finished I have to have it approved it has to look right can't look. as it's a TARDIS haven't you I already built like... it <laughs> well, yes. Well, what do we want? Time travel. When do we want it? It's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's honest. My number one. Um, it is. It is. It is just wonderful. Yeah. And the only reason Serenity beat it on my original list was because. If anything, the TARDIS is too big. Mm. The, the, the Serenity is cosy. She's she's a proper mm -hmm. home. The TARDIS is a palace. She's a city. She's yeah. a citadel. Oh yeah. Um, whereas you know, and you know, bit of a MacGuffin as well. The, the, the oh yeah. Serenity has limits, whereas mm. TARDIS really doesn't. No. What's the point? <laughs> Okay, we're going to leave it there, because if we don't, it will make next week stupidly short, because this is just a really good place to stop. So, until next week, we will see you at the gates. Thank you for listening to the Geeks at the Gate podcast. Is on Facebook at facebook.com slash geeks at the gate or contact us on Twitter at geeks at the gates or contact us by email on mail for geeks at the gates at gmail.com that is the number four not the word geeks at the gates is a production of Venus Rising Media and is proudly made in Yorkshire